All right. Hello, hello, hello. It's <laughs> six o'clock. And we are here. We are live. Um, we just want to make sure you guys can hear us. That's all. Right. Yes. Make sure we are heard. Make sure we're heard. Make sure we're heard. Okay. All right. Okay. Alrighty, alrighty. We are here, we are here, we are here. And um, we are going to get started in a few more minutes. Yes. Uh, you want to say hello, hello, dear? Yes, I said hello already. <laughs> we want to say hello to everybody. Hallelujah. Um, right now, we want to say hello. And uh, yes. we are um, here, right? We're here, and we're alive. <laughs> and we're alive. And we just want you to know that we're podcasting, so if we don't say hello to everybody, or we don't, you know, acknowledge that you're here, we're acknowledging right. that you're here right now, and we're saying thank you so much for being here. So, um, we want to welcome you into the Mary Cafe, so we're going to welcome you in a few more minutes. Um, mm -hmm. We want to give some folks a few minutes to come on into the cafe, Yes. Um, and uh, kind of go from there. Right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Let me go from there. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory yes, Lord. God. God is so good. I'm so God happy. You know, we time. love to come to the cafe, right? Yes. Don't we? This yes. is so much fun. It this is. is it is. Just want to make sure that we fun. get our everything together here. <laughs> Yeah. So we want to say, hey, yeah, family, we see you. We see you. We're waving. Mm. We're saying hello. <laughs> We're saying oh, hello. I'm so excited. I am. Hallelujah. I am. I'm well, happy. Yeah, I'm excited so. because I like being here. You know, that's the main thing. We love being in the cafe. So that's the most exciting it's a blessing. part of it. It's it is a blessing. A blessing and we wonderful so opportunity um, to just share. Yes, a wonderful yeah. opportunity to share and to mm -hmm. talk with others about whatever they might be going through. Because we don't know what everybody's going through, right? Mm, we no, don't we know. Don't. We don't know. We don't know. Um, there's a lot of people going through a lot of different things. And so, mm -hmm. you know, when we come here to the cafe, we like to come and we like to just share what, you know, what God has given us for the week. But also, too, you know, we've been through some things. We've been married for 31 years, right? Yep. Hello. Did we not years. deserve the 31 years? 31 years. <laughs> okay. You didn't do it by, by myself. Okay. <laughs> sure. No, but you know, sure sometimes when myself. you, you know, before you, you know, like when you come on, you know, you definitely want to hear what God is, you know, what the yes. Spirit is saying to you. Yeah. So sometimes it'll look like, you know, you're not prepared or acting a little crazy or whatever it may be. But what it is, it's a, um, Sometimes I don't know about you, but right. you know you can see your outside. You like you so happy, bubbly, and all right, that. But right. then me, it's like you know, I um I feel it like inside. Yeah, like there's a um hello, I don't show it outside, hello. but I feel it like inside, like it's a joy, it's an excitement. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's a surprise about to come, and you don't know how it's coming. Right. And but you know you got to okay. let go and let the Holy Spirit have His way. Right. Okay. All right. That's so, all I'm saying. All right. So. Hallelujah. So, so we'd like to welcome you into the Marriage Cafe where, where marriages come, come alive through the, the word, word of God. God. I'm Bishop William Pittman. And I'm Prophetess Loretta Pittman. And we are here tonight to talk to you about struggling marriages and relationships. You know, a lot of people are into whatever struggle they might be in. It could be, um, they could be on the, on the brink of divorce. Mm -hmm. Um, you could be going through your struggle could be the brink of divorce. Your struggle could be, um, your struggle could be an affair. 
your struggle could be sexual sin or your um, struggle, whatever your struggles are, that's what we want to talk about tonight. We want to cover a multitude of things on that. Um, we want to also talk about 10 ways to save a struggling marriage. You know, we've all had some struggles, okay? So it is not like we are um, struggle resistant. You know, the enemy tries to get in and he will try to do whatever he can to separate you and your spouse. Um, or he'll try to separate you and your relationship, whatever, you know, if you're on the brink of getting a married or whatever, you know, if you're, um, you know, in a relationship to where you're engaged and you're looking to be married and the enemy could try to get in and stop the wedding before it happens, or you're already married, you've been married for years, you, you got stuck in a rut, you know, your situation could be that you're struggling in that rut and you don't know how to get out. And so we want to just talk to you a little bit about that and um, how to invest also into your marriage. Because uh, if you're struggling, it's because there is no investment. There's no time being put in. You're taking everything out of the marriage, but with a relationship, but you're not putting anything in. So we just want to talk to you a little bit uh, on those uh, topics tonight. Yeah, definitely. Right. You know, just open up and be uh, just hear what the spirit is uh, trying to tell us. Yes. You know, and tonight I'm in agreement. With everything that's been saying, you know, mm -hmm. struggling marriage, um, because that, when I was in prayer mm -hmm. and God was speaking to me about it's something that when I came out, you said struggling marriage and stuff like that. And then I was talking about, you know, discerning, yes. you know, it's like been hitting me hard about, a, um, I don't know if I'm saying it right, like a season. Right, discern the season. Yeah, so yeah. And this is what God has been giving me. Yeah, because spiritually discerning. That's good. That's because good. Because in this time right now, we're gonna go to the Lord in prayer. Yeah, we're gonna go to God in prayer, gonna, and then we're gonna go ahead and let God have His way. Yes, let's just pray. All right. Uh, dear Lord, we just come before you as humble as we know how, thanking yes, you Lord. for this one wonderful opportunity yes. to share with uh, our listeners tonight, yes. your people, Lord, and. Thank you for me and my wife, Lord, and thank yes. you for the words that you're going to use us to say tonight. And we just want to have a wonderful time in the cafe. Yes. And Lord, we just thank you for your people again and just give them ears to hear uh, what the Lord is saying. So, Lord, we thank you again. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone says me and you in agreement. Amen. 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 amen and amen. amen. So, Hallelujah. yeah, we just want to make sure you guys can hear us. Hopefully you can. Um, we just want to welcome you again into the cafe. Um, and we just want to go ahead and get started. Yeah, you know, just a, a light note. We celebrated, what, 31 years yeah, of 31 marriage? Years. Yes, Glory did. to God. 31 years of marriage. Yes. We've been together for 35 years this year. My mm -hmm. daughter will be 35, right? We'll yes. be 35. She'll be 35. Okay, I don't want to make her 35 if she's not, nope, but, she's, she'll, be but she'll be 35 in October. So this yes. year we'll turn into 35 years together and 31 mm -hmm. years of being married. So mm -hmm. we know something about being married. Yes. You know, we've been married 31 years. God has been with us. He's been showing us so many things. That's why we're able mm -hmm. to come to you with uh, Marriage Cafe, as well as, you know, I've wrote, written a book called A Cup of, uh, a Cup of Daily Wisdom for Your Marriage. Yes, and, get the book. Um, get yeah, the book. Yeah, so um, we have written that as well. And, you know, God has really been, you know, has dealt with us over the years about being married and what marriage is. Marriage being a covenant and um, and that it's precious and it is important to God. You know, a lot of times we don't think, well, marriage is important. We think that marriage is is just what it is, a piece of paper. 
Mm -hmm. You know, some of us, you know, I used to be one of those. I'm not going to lie. I used to be like, look, you can't tell me what to do. Don't be saying that to me. You don't tell me this, that, or because marriage, yeah, marriage is marriage, but marriage is nothing but a piece of paper or this, that. I used to say some crazy little silly things, not understanding the importance of being married, not understanding the importance that it holds to God. And so it holds a big uh, significance to God because it becomes a covenant relationship once you are married in the eyes of God. That's the problem. That's the point, not a problem, but that's the point to where it is the most important to God because you getting married in the eyes of God. So, you know, and it's a covenant. Mm, yes. Yeah. So. You know, and what it is, you know, is like um, we tell everybody too, like in marriage, like, we say it all the time, communication, yes, trust. Yes, communication, and, trust. And, and a lot of it we see now is like when you you being faithful to one person mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden this person go out and cheat or, you know, yeah, yeah go out and cheat. Yeah, you or know, whatever they go whatever out and they do, may do. Whatever they do, they could be, be cheating so in their finances. Yes. They could be lying in the, in the relationship or so, being with someone else that they shouldn't be, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So yes. when they break trust, it's yes. hard to get trust back. And that's what people don't understand. Yes. It's like you, that's what you were talking about too. Mm -hmm. Like investing. When you, in, you investing in your relationship, you yes. building this relationship to become one, you know, and then, you know, even when you dating, this is what you do. You investing, you spending time together, you starting to get, you, you know, you want to get to know one another. Yes. And then you grow and you grow and then you start you know, this dating process, it turned into, oh man, let's get engaged. Yes. Now, you know, I really like this person. Or I'm starting to love this person and mm -hmm. we get engaged. Now we really taking it another step forward, yep. you know, and a lot of people don't think about it. marriage is a dating marriage. All this is an engagement is all a process. Yes. Right. You don't rush into it because you, you talking about when you're doing an investment, you talking about spending the rest of your life with this person. You ain't talking about just staying a year. You when you investing in a long term, a business, uh, buying a house together, or you building finances together, mm -hmm. and then building a relationship. This is what you're talking about. You talking about staying with this person forever. Yes, that's right. That's a big difference. That's a big. Difference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, it is. I'm gonna be with this person for the rest of my life. This is what God intended for us to do in marriage. Yes. So. The process is look at the time you investing in it. You yes. investing your your money, mm -hmm. your health, mm -hmm. your, you energy. Know, your energy, mm -hmm. your mind. Yes. You investing a lot into heart, this person. Yeah. Your and love, you're giving them your heart. Your soul. So you think about your it. Intellect. When, exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. You, you invest no, a lot. You there. invest a lot in in what tonight we're trying to portray to you you know, put out to you is like, you know, this is very serious. Yeah, marriage You know, serious. you can't just take marriage as like... Relationships are serious, uh, serious. Because some people don't even take just our casual relationship serious. But yeah. it is if you're planning on being in a relationship with a person and then it leads to marriage. So, yes. yeah, all of it is important. And also, too, your relationship and your marriage should mirror your relationship with God. Yes. Do you have a exactly. prayer life? You you know, when you have a prayer life, you're supposed to give your heart, your soul, your mind, your intellect. You're yes. supposed to give all that to God. Do you trust God? You're mm -hmm. supposed to be trusted. Supposed to, God is trustworthy. You know, God mm -hmm. is, a, is a God that, you know, you could trust, you know, and, and he's better than, you know, a, a friend. He's better than a brother. Yep. And so, you know, you should be able to trust God. So your relationship that you have in your marriage, is it mirroring your relationship with God? 
really, do you do you do you take the time out to spend with God? Do you take the time out to read the scriptures, to understand them, to learn them, to have someone to teach you if you don't know how to learn them on your own? Mm-hmm. All of that shouldn't turn over and spill over into your relationship and your marriage. And yes. so if you don't have a prayer life, if you're really struggling, going through some things, it's because of the it's probably because of your your relationship with God. You got to check that relationship and make mm-hmm. sure that there's not a struggle with you trusting God, with you opening up to God, with you allowing him to handle situations for you and you not trying to handle those things on your own. Yes. So So I'm going to read this Proverbs 9 and 9. Yes. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 9 says right. this. Give instructions to a wise man and he will be yet wiser. Mm-hmm. Teach a righteous man and he will increase in learning. Yes, he will. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. So That's what important. it is, we were talking about it earlier too. Some people have an unteachable spirit. Mm-hmm. And this is what we was getting at about struggling. Yes. You know, you struggle in your marriage and finances and different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's because a lot of us have unteachable spirit. Yes. And I always say it all the time. Mm-hmm. If you feel as though you know everything and you have an unteachable spirit, God don't even deal with you. Yeah. You know, he mm-hmm. turned you over to a reprobate mind because you you go on, you headed your own way. Yeah. You want to go your own direction. Mm-hmm. But God sends all of us warnings because yes, God does. loves us so much. Mm-hmm. That he sends people, yes. speak to you in your dreams, mm-hmm. and he even there's a scripture that says is Isaiah thirty, uh, twenty one. Mm-hmm. It says this Isaiah chapter thirty verse twenty one. He says, "And thou ear shall hear a word behind thee, mm-hmm. saying, This is the way; walk ye in it. Yes, when ye turn to the right hand, and when ye turn to the left." That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. You got to listen to God. You got to get in your prayer time. You got to spend time with God. He says, God is saying to us that, you know, no matter which way you turn, I'm here with you. Mm-hmm. If you just listen to me. Right. You know, so we're struggling a lot of times because we're not listening. You don't want to listen to God. Yeah. You know, a lot of people now, they don't want to pray anymore. Yeah. They don't want to sit and give God a little time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't. You, most of the time we all busy. Go, go, go busy and you can't you're not taking the time to really hear from god but god's been trying to warn you about this person you're getting involved with yes this business deal Mm -hmm. or your marriage going the wrong way but god has been trying to tell you wake you up Mm -hmm. now you since you it took it took you all this way to hit this brick wall now your marriage is on about the you know fall really totally apart now you want to see god when god is saying i've been warning you i've been you know Trying to give you, you know, giving you a warning all this time, but you haven't been listening. Yes, that's right. I don't know who we helping tonight, mm-hmm. but somebody out there, you've been going the wrong way. You've been, th- some of us think we're doing the right things. Yes. I remember I would say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been saying this, the, um, mm-hmm. I've been telling people this is like, God is like been warning a lot of us. And I feel it in this season mm-hmm. that God is trying to warn us. God wants to bless us, but. For some reason, you just don't want to get in order. Mm-hmm. You think what you're doing is right, but it's not right. Yes. God don't need you to fix anything. Mm-hmm. God yes. can fix it better than we all can. Yes. And when you surrender it to God, God's going to work it out for you. Yes. And I don't know who I'm speaking to tonight, but God is saying, 
if you, you stop trying to be the head of your marriage and let me be the head. Yes. This is, this is my job. This guy can fix anything. You, I don't care how messed up it looks like. I don't care what hallelujah. it looks like. If you start learning how to give it to God, he will fix it. Go yeah. Ahead, sorry. No, no. You're doing good. Yeah. Because the deal is we so, we see so many couples. You want to say, well, when you started dating and stuff, oh, I'm going to change this man. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to change this woman. You know, yes, I right. want them to be like me. Yeah. God, no. They need to be like God. Yes. They, need they don't to be need like to be God. like you. They sure don't. They need yes, to be like God. So Nobody comes in a relationship to be your slave. Yes. Yes. You know? No, if any slave you're going to be, you're a slave unto God. Yes. That's the one that made you. Mm-hmm. Not your husband, not your wife, not your children. Your children didn't make you. That's right. A lot of people say, oh, since I got the kids, oh, forget, you know, I, I want to spend more time with the kids to get the wife. Mm-hmm. Or forget no. the husband. Or forget the husband. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got to take care of this baby. Do it. Yeah. The, the baby wasn't didn't start off with you in the beginning. Yes, right. So there's a rightful place for everyone. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a rightful place for your mother-in-law, mm-hmm. your father-in-law, your children. Everybody, yes. you got to understand, you can't, you when you start taking making one of them more important, if you make your mother more important than your husband, you out of order. Yeah, you're totally out of order. You're out of order. If, if you yeah. make your wife more important than your mom, mm-hmm. you out of order. Mm-hmm. There's a rightful place for each one. Yes. And you got to have a balance. You got to know God is the head. Yes. Then you and your wife, then the children. Yes, right. You know, God speaks to the husband. Now, if the husband's out of order, the wife's will to pray for her husband. Yes, right. Pray for your husband. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and then you pray, y'all pray together. Yeah. Why a lot of times... As couples, we act like we can't pray together. Mm-hmm. God said where there's two or three, he's in the midst. Yes. So why we don't run to God, but we run to other people. Mm-hmm. You notice yeah. that? When the marriage mm-hmm. starts struggling, yeah. who you want to turn to? I'm going to call mom. That mm-hmm. gossip all the time. Right. Or oh. I'm going to call my friend. Yeah, that gossip you know, all that, the that, time. That That's not married. married. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Instead of you going in your prayer closet, <laughs> he said, whatever you pray in secret, God going to answer it in the he open. He reward you, Don't you in know? the open. I love what you said that time yeah. when I was acting crazy a few times. You said, you know what? You went and prayed. Yes, And Lord. then God said, when you went to, I remember you were saying about those roses. Yes. And I came home one day. She was praying about it. And I didn't know. And I mm-hmm. came home and I bought her a dozen of roses. <laughs> sure did. But God put it on my heart to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like God is trying to put some things on some of your heart. Yes. Just because they look bad and you're at the end of your rope. Yes. God is saying, you know what? Just trust me. Yes. Because I work better in the bottom of the ninth. Yes, I'm the one can make it whenever. See, because God, God is like this. The enemy comes in. He said the, the scripture that said the enemy comes in like a flood, like a flood. but mm-hmm. God raises up a standard. Yes, he does. So what it is, God letting him say, you know what? Give me your best shot. This yes. is what the church is not getting. The body of Christ is not getting. Yep, that's the right. enemy, he's under our feet, but he's going to give you a good shot. Yes. What he said, the devil is like a roaring lion. Yeah. He goes to and fro the earth, mm-hmm. whoever he can seek and devour. Seek and devour. Exactly. So that's his job. He come to kill, steal, and, and destroy. destroy. That's his job. But he has no power over us, but you've given him power because as soon as you see that his shadow or whatever, his roar, you get scared. You get scared. But no, as men and women of God, it's not for us to get scared. No. And say, you know what? You should know this by now. Yes. We know what he comes to do. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his so, job. So God is saying, if you know these things... Don't be fear because he roaring. Yeah. You need to come back and say, you know what? I hear your roar, 
but I'm not scared because I got victory. Yes. I'm more than a conqueror. That's right. You got to talk back to that devil. Mm -hmm. You don't have no power over me. I don't care what it looked like. Yes. God going to bring me out of this situation. I don't know who he's up yeah, to that's tonight, good. That's but God's going to bring me through this. Yeah. You have to allow God to work on that man or that woman, you know, that mm -hmm. husband or that wife, that boyfriend or that girlfriend, whatever that relationship is, that fiance or, you know, fiance, you have to let God work on them because the Bible says that he, God is the one who changes the heart of men. Mm -hmm. So if he changes men's hearts, then that tells me, hello, all I need to do is come to God and talk to him about what I desire in my man or in that woman. And when you ask God those things, God will begin to change you into that thing that you're asking him for. And as you change, he will begin to change that husband Hallelujah. or that wife. So you cannot Hallelujah. do it on your own by your yes. ways, by what you yes. do, by what you might want to say. Sometimes mm -hmm. we think that in our marriage and when we're, especially if you're in a struggling marriage, that yes. we can just say something negative to our spouses mm -hmm. or to that significant other and expect for them to do the right thing that we want them to do. Yes. How do you expect that? How do you expect to get positive out of a negative? Mm -hmm. If you're speaking negative, it makes no sense to me. Like, oh, I said she was fat because I wanted her to lose weight. Oh, I said he was dumb because I wanted him to go to school. That is not how to do it. That's yes. not how God does any of that. You know, you take that thing to God. If that person needs to lose some weight, you go to God and you say, God, you know what? I really want my wife or my husband to lose some weight. And Lord, I'm just asking, how can I help him show me how to do that? You don't go speak negative over the person and then expect a positive re response. Mm -hmm. That's not going to get a positive response. You're going to come can continue to get a negative response and it's going to continue to keep being negative, 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 negative. You're never going to get a positive response. And then it's going to lead to that person having self low self-esteem mm -hmm. and all kinds of different things. And you're wondering why is this happening when I'm trying to help her? Well, you're not trying to help her talking like that. You have to go to God and let God change the heart of that woman or that man to do the things that you're that you desire to have. If they're not doing something you desire, then that's what you need to do. If that person had an affair on you and went out there and did some things that they wasn't supposed to do, you know what? They didn't do that against you. They really did that against God because yes. guess what? They had an affair on God. And so mm -hmm. therefore, God will deal with that person. All you need to do as that husband or that wife is to go to God and say, God, this is what my spouse did to me or did to you. And Lord, how can I help them or how can we change this situation? How can this situation be fixed? Because a lot of people think, oh, you know, you know, what if my, you know, if my husband or my wife had an affair, I don't think I can get past that. Well, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can. Because you know why? The, the, the affair actually happened for a reason. There was a boiling point to when things began to get too hot to where things began to spill over. And so evidently you either you wasn't praying for your spouse or maybe you was praying for them. And maybe this was a, a, a result of that. And, and I'm saying that because sometimes you could get a bad result, but it leads to a good result because what the Bible mm. says is that or um, the, the word of God says that all things are done for your for, for you yeah, all things work, the good, work together for, for the, the good, good of you. Yes. And so sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. it'll take that road, but that's not the road that everybody's marriage or relationship have to take. It's just mm -hmm. up to you and what you're deciding to do. So we're going to talk a little bit you more know, about, go ahead. You know, I'm sorry. No, no, it's good what you're saying because 
seeds. We got to think about it. We yes. plant seeds. Yes. So and what have you been? Yeah, because you reap a harvest by what you what you sow out right. of your mouth. Yes. And this is what people don't say. Like you said, if you sow a negative, you know, a lot, some people say, you know, I don't care if you do, you know, their spouse, women who tell their husbands. Uh, I don't care if you do go out and cheat. If yep. you want to leave, leave. Yep. That's a seed you sow. It is a seed. Why should you? You know what we said yeah, in good. the beginning, even that's when good. we was dating, yeah. we never used that D word. Yeah, we never used divorce. Never used it. Mm-mm. Because you know what? Because we, there's no such thing as that to us. No. Because when you got together, it was to, when you say so those vows, it's to death do you part. Yeah. So if you really mean it in your vows, things do happen. Things yes. come up. Yes. You see people you're attracted to. You yep. see people that want to get in bed with you and all that. But you know what? If you got God for you, who can be against That's you? That's right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even the Bible show us stories in the Bible how how, how men of God had to run from that. Yes. But we see a lot of men in the Bible didn't run. Yes. You know, they fell in the sin, but they still realized they know they had a um they could repent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you see that you did wrong, this is what you need to do. You gotta repent. You gotta yes. go to God first. Yes. And say, Lord, you know what? I'm sorry. I was weak. I did, yes. I did this mm-hmm. and I need forgiveness. Yes, you know, and I'm help. asking you to help me. Yes, so I, I won't keep myself. doing this. Exactly. You know, and I tell everybody, like when I gave my life to the Lord, I used to cuss like a sailor. Mm-hmm. I wasn't brought up that way. I was brought up in the church. Never heard cuss words like that in my house. <laughs> but stuff. learned them but got, went to the cities and But <laughs> went to the city and started learning these bad words. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cussing people out at will. Right. And then, like I said, my testimony is, you know, one day I came home. I started crying. I said, Lord, you know what? I'm, I said, I'm going to stop. Sorry, somebody made me mad. I'm cussing them out again. So, but when I really went home and I surrendered and I cried and I said, Lord, you know what? I can't stop. And he started taking it away from me. Yes. And that's what I'm helping. We helping somebody tonight in your marriage. Sometimes you got to sit down and look at yourself and see Maybe I'm doing this. Yeah, what seeds are you sowing? You know what I'm saying? I sowed this seed. Now I'm reaping this harvest. Yes. Harvest from it. Now I, I don't like the harvest that I'm reaping. Yes. But you felt you felt to realize you the one that started this roller coaster ride mm-hmm. by what you were speaking out of your mouth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, like we always say. And you speaking life into a hey, go ahead, leave me. You know, I don't care. I'm gonna get somebody else. Mm-hmm. So you keep seeking that in the atmosphere and you speaking that you sowing these seeds and you're going to reap a bad harvest. Go ahead, prophetess. Yes, I just want to say uh, also, too, I want to read Proverbs 21 and 20. And it says, the wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools gulp theirs down. You know, and that means that, you know, if you're a wise person in your marriage, mm-hmm. you're going to put something in it. You're not going to keep taking things away from it. Yes. You're going to put in good. You're going to put mm-hmm. in the good seeds so that you reap a good harvest from your marriage. You know, everything is we're 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 a walking. I, I always say we are walking bag of seeds because we can speak things as though they were and mm-hmm. it can happen. You know, yes. everything that God spoke um, in the word in the beginning, he, you know, he didn't physically put his hands on anything. He just spoke the word. Mm-hmm. And when he spoke the word, it yes. was what it was. And so what we do is when we speak in certain things over our spouses, it is what it is. That's why sometimes, and I don't know if you ever catch yourself doing this, is that when you're having a disagreement, watch the things that you say. Yes. Watch what you say, because those things have a chance to come to pass. Mm-hmm. If you tell your husband to, you know, uh, to beat it or whatever. Whatever it is you're saying to your husband or your wife or what have you, it has a way to have take legs and actually do what you say. Mm -hmm. So you have to be very careful. I also want to read Proverbs 21 and 5 and it says, 
The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as um, haste leads to poverty, meaning that we should always have a plan. The plan is going to be better to have and you'll profit better from the plan than if you just do things fast and quick. Yes. You know, spend mm -hmm. your money fast and quick. Uh, mm -hmm. Run around and get this and do that fast and quick. And the next thing you know, you done you're, you're, you you got yourself in a poverty situation because you don't went out there doing things so quickly. You know, so you know, take the time to learn how to plan and how to be wise in your marriage. You know, just praying, like we said, for one another and those things. Yep. Um, if you're struggling right now in your marriage, whatever you mm. may be struggling with, it all it takes is for you to rearrange what you are doing and put God as the head. Okay. You know, you know I, I see it. That's good <laughs> what you're saying. Because on the struggling marriage part, what we're talking about um, over the years, we've seen couples that, you know, it could be the husband or the wife. They go out and cheat. Right. And then, but they don't want their spouse to do that. Right, exactly. But they want to do it. But they want to do You know, you yeah. want to continue, you know, flirting you with women and doing Right, you, know, you have to understand when things. that happens, you have already sown a seed. You open the door. You've opened the door to the enemy. Mm -hmm. So, of course, if your spouse is cheating and then don't want you to do it, as sooner or later it's going to happen because... That spouse went out there and did it. Now, is it right? No, it's not. Because two mm -hmm. wrongs don't make a right. And you're not supposed to go out there doing any of that. You know, having an affairs and all that kind of crazy stuff. You know, but sometimes that happens. Also, too, there's a such thing as an emotional affair. Okay, mm -hmm. emotional affairs are fair too. Even if you haven't had sex with that person, you're still betraying your spouse because your mm -hmm. emotions are being tied to someone other than your spouse. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be very careful not to carry on emotional affairs. That happens sometimes at work. You get used to being around this person all day. You know, you start having a work relationship with this person, and then the next thing you know, they become your work husband or your work wife. You know, whatever it might be. And then the next thing you know, you're talking about stuff you probably shouldn't talk about and it, it kind of continues on and it progresses and then it becomes a full-fledged relationship affair whatever it starts out emotional you know but so all of that is an affair and so we should not be doing those things if we're doing those things and we're we're, we're placing that in our marriage it's because we put it there we're not praying. We're not seeking God's face. We're doing what we want to do and then expect for our marriages to be good they expect yep. for everything to be great, beautiful, wonderful, blessed, mm -hmm. highly favored, and all this stuff that we yep. say. But it's not going to be that way if you're out there doing what you're doing. A lot of times we think it's in fun when it starts out. You know, it starts off fun, somebody flirting with each other and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. But then you start, you got to know, is you can't handle, you some people can't handle all that. That's right. It should and, be a and, line you know, drawn exactly. in the sand that says, uh... I don't do that. Yes, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you got to be stronger because we understand, you know, you start it and then some people don't know how to stop. Yeah. Like you're saying. Yeah, and they want to keep going they, with it. Yeah, they keep you going know, with they, it. And you it. might be still flirting and they taking it serious. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah. Oh, he, he want to start a, or she want to start a real relationship with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know, but no, I'm married. That's right. But you got to let them know. But then when they... Some people don't want to, oh, she married, but she's still flirting with me and stuff like that. Yes. And a woman may just be speaking to you and you taking it overboard. You know yes, what I'm saying? Exactly. Some people take things overboard. Some people are looking for a thing. Right. That's why. But then you got to just let this person know, I'm not that type of person. That's right. You know? And you know, then, real quick. Exactly. I'm not that kind of person. And That's, then the yeah. key, oh, Go I ahead. feel something. I feel something <laughs> here. Let me get this out. Oh, God, get Because it out. <laughs> the whole thing is, is not that. But then you got to 
you 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 say to yourself, I'm gonna just keep it from my husband. I know he's flirting with me at work. I know it's not serious, but I'm not gonna tell my spouse. Oh yeah, and that's not see, good. and that's where the enemy gets in. Exactly. Yeah, the minute no. you made that decision, that's exactly. when the enemy gets in, and it and it starts. Because to if that's your husband and that's your wife, you know what? You need to tell him so and so is flirting with me at work. Yeah, I cut it off. Yes, and I don't want this to go on. Yeah, don't you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yes. I, you know this is this is not what I intended, mm -hmm. and this is not what I want. I already spoke to him about and then if i got to i'm gonna take it into the boss mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah or you know you and your husband gotta confront this you know whatever yeah. your husband or somebody need to confront this yeah you know what i'm saying my wife is not that way she feels like you um you know you're taking it too far yeah, so i just want to talk to you as a man yes exactly. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. sometimes a man got a whole day growing ground but me it was different for me because i don't play that period yes you know, I don't play that with other men. If, if that's my wife, I see him, ain't no you saying something in secret or flirting or whatever. I'm letting you know because I come on the job. You know, <laughs> if she had a job, I let him know I'm her husband. Yeah, he did. And if I see you in winking wrong, I'm the man. See, a man got to be a man, too. I don't know who I'm talking yes, to. Yes, amen. Because I noticed some men that was in uh, going through life. And my family, both sides, and I seen some weak men. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. the man be there cheating with them or, you know, messing with their woman or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they right there with them, but you can't see it. Right. The exactly. only reason you can't see it because you're doing the mess you're doing. Yes. Because right. you know when your wife is cheating. Mm -hmm. You know when your husband is cheating. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to say, oh, I didn't see it. Yep. I, I'm stepping on somebody's toes yep. tonight. Amen. Don't you... You know what? You didn't see it because you was doing your stuff. Yes, you was doing your dirt. Exactly. That's why you didn't see it. Yeah. Because really, if you in the house, you know what's going on in your house. Yes, you know what's any going man on. in the house and stuff is going on, somebody sneaking around in your house or doing something to your wife and your yes. kids and all that, mm -hmm. I blame you. Yes, that's oh, right. Oh, man. I don't want right. to so that, no, get good. off topic. That, oh, no, Lord, help good. me, Holy that's Spirit. Because, yes. I got a problem. I'm going to say it tonight. Yeah, go ahead. Can I speak my mind tonight? Let him speak his mind. I got a problem with. I don't want to, you know, certain person running around. They said he messing around with all these young girls and all this kind of stuff. And it's been bothering me. It touched me this morning. Okay, go ahead. It touched me this morning because where was the parents in all this? Right. Nowhere in the world my 13 or 14-year-old daughter going to be with a grown man. Mm -hmm. I don't care. And they, I heard one of the parents say, I went to the house. The cops don't help me. They won't let me in and all this type of stuff. But I'm telling you, I got a truck, an old truck. I will run it right through your house. Ain't no door. If my child is in that house, somebody coming up out of there. Yes. So don't tell me I blame the parents in this situation. If you got a 13, 14 year old daughter, they need to be home. Yes. That's so right. I, I ain't even going to talk long about that. My kids, I didn't even trust my kids over my, some of my family house. Mm -hmm. If they right. go into my family house, rest assured, I know where they at. Yes. And right. I know they butt coming home. Yes, right. So a lot of y'all parents out there need to stop being your kids' friends. Yes. And be their parents. And be their parents. You there to protect them, yes. love them, just like God protects us. Yes, he covers right. us. Mm -hmm. God ain't going to let you just do anything or go anywhere. Yes. Because he's not going to be with you. That's right. You know? Mm -hmm. He don't want you to go and do this. And as a parent... Your child, 13 years old or whatever, you should know where they are. Yeah. So I'm going to get off of that. Yes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm in agreement with that, though. But God, come that's on now. Yeah, that's kind of this whole situation with that particular. Yeah, and that's, yeah, yeah. a famous singer. Y'all already know who he is. We're not going to mention him. With, but, you know, you know that, that situation is crazy because it shouldn't even went this long. Yeah. Anyway. 
Uh, back so, to back to what our conversation. Was, but yes, y'all know you have I to am. be a man. You have to be a woman about your words in your in your marriage. And if mm-hmm. it's struggling, it's because there's things that you don't probably know uh, that you need to do or should be doing. So we want to talk a little bit about ten ways to save a marriage, and then we we'll touch on each one of these. Is that okay? Go ahead. All right. So there the number go. one is to choose love. You know, a lot of people are not choosing to love their spouse the way that they are. They keep wanting to change the spouse, change the spouse. Or, you know, it's always about what that spouse is doing or they not doing this right or that person ain't doing that right. You know, choose to love that person for who that person is and where that person is at. Yes. Okay. Got mm. anything on that? No, you go Okay. You go All right. Wonderful. Okay. Well, we're supposed to be discussing each mm. one of these. That's fine. Okay. Number two is pray for your spouse, which we talked about. You know, yes. you know, investing, you know, in yourself and in your marriage is also investing in that time of prayer. Mm-hmm. You have to pray for your spouse. You can't leave your spouse out there in the open with no covering. You're not covering them at all because you're not praying for them. You know, don't you know that God picks, you know, you ever wonder this. Okay. And I'm gonna give you a quick scenario on God, how God will choose sometimes one or maybe two people out of your family to, to be that person that he has placed an anointing upon and a covering mm-hmm. over. Um, I was looking at this, um, this segment the other day and it was talking about how God will choose sometimes that one or two people from your family um, to take and uh, be that one that he has called forth out of the fire and begin to use that person to pray for all the other crazy family members, you know, family members that are out there doing all kind of crazy stuff that they shouldn't be doing, you know, mm-hmm. out there just, just having a good time and not even caring about what could possibly happen to them. And I just thought that was so powerful that God would do that. That is just so powerful to me that he would choose that person to be that person's covering, to pray over them, to love on them, to to just pray the right direction for them, even though they may be grown and just don't know what they out there doing. You know, a lot of times, just because you're grown doesn't mean you know everything. You know, a lot of us sometimes we think, oh, we're grown. You know, you can't tell me what to do. You know, I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. You're like you're putting yourself in harm's way and you don't understand it. That's what we're supposed to do too as wives. When God gives us a spouse, God wants us to pray for that spouse every single day. Cover yes. that spouse in prayer. Cover his his or her work and what they do and when they leave out the house and when they come home and when they're out there on the on the um enemy, you know, sometimes on the enemy territory. We need to be praying for them. We really do. We need to intercede on their behalf. If there's a family member you know, that's sick or ill or, or, or addicted or have whatever situation going on. We need to be that one to pray for them, mm-hmm. not talk about them, but pray for them, love on them. Um, you know, and God will bring them in. He will change them. And believe me, I've yes. had that happen in my lifetime. And it is a wonderful thing. God really means it when he says what you pray in secret, he will reward you out in the open. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so awesome that he does that. You know, that's something like you said, the Bible tells us anyway, pray one for another. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We supposed to pray. So pray for, for your another. spouse. Don't leave them Definitely. hanging out there. Number three is surround yourself with people in a healthy relationship. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God, we cannot stress that enough. We tell you yes. all the time, stop hanging around with your single friends. Mm-hmm. If you are married and you have a husband, you should not be out there hanging out with your single friends. They want to be single. They out there looking to mingle. They looking for a man. You ain't looking for no man. Mm-hmm. So why are you surrounding yourself around your single girlfriends? They at your house. They, they Y'all having drinks or whatever y'all might be doing. You having a little get together, a little party or whatever. But yet, you know, you don't understand that they could be there looking at your husband, looking at what you got, wanting to infiltrate what you have. You don't understand that. You need to be around other healthy relationships, healthy relationships, not abusive, not out there, you know, with people that are out there doing wrong in their relationship or out there trying to hurt their spouse. But you need to be around healthy relationships. I don't understand why people who want to be married, you say you want to be married. Okay, you say you want a husband, you want a wife, whatever, but yet you'll go out and hang around with the with the singles, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you'll hang around with them instead of trying to go maybe hang on and mingle with some married folks so you can learn some things, you know, mm-hmm. so you can learn how a marriage should work. So you can you can learn how, you know, it is to uh, disagree and how to disagree and those kind of things. Or you're not taking a class on learning how to be a wife or a husband. You know, you have to take these, you have to take classes sometimes to learn these things. If you don't know them, we don't all come with instructions. You know, the Bible is here for us, but sometimes we need somebody to explain that Bible to us. You know, I would like to touch on that too, because that's what he was saying, being watchful over your marriage. I was, you know, I was taking that, being spiritually discerned, spiritually alertness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to be watchful over your marriage. Surrounding yourselves with. Yeah. With healthy relationships. Yeah. And that's you as a man of God. You know, you got to you got to watch who's coming in your house mm-hmm. around your wife, around your children. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is your place as a man of God or mm-hmm. as the head of the house, mm-hmm. you know, spiritually discern. You you got to just because you at work, just because you out and you should know who's coming in and out of your house. Mm-hmm. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. And, and then, you know, you got older kids or whatever. They need to be watchful because a lot of the people we see over the years that's been hurt or in their homes or whatever is because the children let them in. Right. You yeah. got grown kids and they They're bring people and, home right. that they see what you got in your house and then they take it further. You know right. what I'm saying? Gotcha. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> spiritually discern. So make sure you spiritually discern and be around healthy relationships. You don't yes. want to have, you don't want your relationship to be in a, be around negative relationships. And then mm. that relationship is negative. They're fighting. They're arguing. You go over to their house and the next thing you're fighting, arguing. I'm telling you, this happens. When you dealing with sometimes some people and they don't know who God is and and you might not even know who God is and you go over there to their house and they over there fighting and arguing and all of a sudden you go over there in that atmosphere of that home and you sit down over there for a few hours and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you leave and then all of a sudden you and your wife or you and your wife to be y'all fighting and arguing is because you picked up the spirit that was in that house. Yes. And that's why y'all now in the car on your way home arguing and fighting because you're around unhealthy relationships. You've got to get away from that. That's not cool. All right. So watch that. Be watchful of that. Number four, act as if your spouse's happiness is more important than your own. This is how you help a struggling marriage. This is how you stop struggling. Act like your spouse's happiness is more important than your own happiness. Don't you know that we, that's the way it's supposed to be? Yes. That's good. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times, um, 
I'm going to say as the man point of view. Yes. Summertime, a lot of time, the wife is at home taking care of the kids and all this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So she lost herself because what it is, maybe she wanted to go to school or she wanted to, you know, she started having kids. She didn't do what she wanted to do. Right. But then you got to come in agreement and say as a man, say, you know what, babe, you know, the kids are getting older now. You know, let's try to work this out where you go back to school yes, or you can start working now. Yes. Some people, you know, yes, some so women good. or some men don't want to be in the house all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like me and my wife, we really didn't look for babysitters. No. What we did, Compromise. I would work at night and she worked on the day. That's what we did. And we watched the kids. Yeah. We didn't because, ever have to have a sitter because no. that's what we basically did. So we never had to pay us, really pay a sitter and those things. We didn't really have to do that stuff until like later on when Kia came and then she, you know, she was, uh, we had to put her in um, daycare for about a, about a, not even only a few months. Yeah, actually, a few we months. did just like a few months yeah. because none of our kids actually went to daycare. Mm. But um, we compromised because that was the best way for us. We didn't mm. want our kids to be molested because we were molested as children. So we were very protective over them and yes. who they were around and who we allowed them to be with. So, mm. you know, my husband was so awesome in that situation of allowing me to be able to go out and to get a career and to begin to go to school and to do the things that I wanted to do, you know, and those things. And so, and yes. then vice versa, mm -hmm. you know, whatever he wanted to go do, he was able to go do. So we compromise, you know, we compromise. Everything is not always about you as the spouse. Sometimes it's about that other person. Don't be so selfish. There's so much selfishness in marriage today. It's mm -hmm. it's crazy that the spouse only thinks about themselves, what I can get, what you what you could do for me, but never thinks about what you could do, what you as the spouse could do for that other person. Or the fiance could do for that other person, that significant other, that person you love, you say you love and you want to be with. We have to, um, yeah, you know, yes. put their uh, happiness yeah. before our own sometimes. Yeah. yeah, because I, you know, I was just picking up in the spirit. You got, you know, you got parents that's running around calling their kids dumb and stupid and right. all this kind of stuff. Uh -huh. and, and they that way because you're not spending time with them. Yeah, you, you know? and the way you're talking to them. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you got to think about it. Yeah. This this is the seeds you planting in those kids' life, calling them dumb and stupid and yes. all this kind of stuff. But now you you check your record. You're not spending any time. The TV got them. Games got them. Yes. Then you're sending them to school to learn. Yes. But what are you doing as a parent as in your parent own house? Your what children. are you teaching your children? Yeah, what are you See, teaching? your children is following your blue Blueprint. Yes, they are. You cussing them out every day and not teaching them anything. What you think they gonna learn? And then you wondering why that child come home talking about and the teacher sending notes home talking about the child just cussed me out. Right. Where is he getting it from? Right. Where are they getting it from? Exactly. Home. Getting it from home. Getting it from home. <laughs> okay, dear. Oh, I, just, I just went there, y'all. Yeah, he likes to go there. Okay, number five is put the relationship ahead of everything, including your children. Mm -hmm. You have to do that because your marriage is important. Yes. And if it's in no you and your and no husband, then there's no children, no family. Yes. Um, and so you have to do that because you got a lot of um spouses out there that will put their kids before they spouse. Mm -hmm. They would sure enough put they put they put their kids ahead, say, Oh my kids, they are so important and you know, it's no uh uh my you no know, my kids got to eat first or I got to do this first for my kids and those kind of things. Well guess what? Those kids wasn't there before you got married. Or if they were there before you got married, they shouldn't have been. And even after you got a husband, your husband, by the Bible, comes first. Yes. You know, by what the Word of God said, that's the proper mm -hmm. order. Sometimes mm -hmm. we're not in proper formation in our home, yes. and that's why we go through the things we go through. You know, I, I noticed that, like, you know, in the five, first five years, six years of our marriage, 
we was not in proper formation. You know, I was very controlling and I had to have things my way and and my way or the highway. That's just the way it was. But that wasn't right because he has an opinion. My kids have an opinion. It can be all about me. So that had to change. Mm -hmm. And he had to be the lead. And I had to take, you know, the the cold, the cold, um, the co-position, you know what I'm saying? In other words, you know, the co-pilot, there you go. The co-pilot <laughs> position. And yes. so once we got in proper formation, then things begin to run smoothly. My kids begin to do the things that they were supposed to do, obeying us, mm-hmm. doing all those things. But when it was crazy and out of order, those kids wasn't listening. Yes. Well, they was going to listen, but they wasn't listening as much as they listen today. So let's just say that. Hey. Anyway, moving on. Number six is start over from scratch. Don't you know you can start over in your marriage? Oh, that's good. Don't you know that anything mm-hmm. can be started over? Don't you know yes. every day you get a do-over? You know, God give you every day. He give you another day every day mm-hmm. until, you know, he call you to glory. But you, you've been getting another day. So that mm-hmm. means if there's another new day, that means there's another chance to change. There's another yes. chance to fix things. That's another chance to do a do-over. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stay in a rut. You don't have to keep your marriage. Don't have to stay the same, right? Yeah. Okay, I don't want to just no, be talking no, no, about no, no, no. But your marriage, your marriage don't have to because stay the same. Nothing was, has to be yes. the same. And that's what we were saying. You know, a lot of people, it's like year after year, they go, they do the same thing. They yes. the same, like, like you said, the same rut, the yes, same routine. the same routine. You know, and, and we used a good example because you've been at this job 10, 20 years or whatever. Yes. You can go to your boss and say, hey, you know, I've been doing this position. You got something else I can learn. Yeah. But the boss ain't, a lot of bosses ain't got time to just sit around and think about you all day. They sure don't. They want to, you know, you've been... You've been happy at this position. That's what they thinking. Yes. But they can't read your mind. No, they can't. So you got to go to the boss and say, you know what? I've been doing this for 10 years. Yes. You know, is it something that something company, different. something different than Show the company. Show me something else different. In the same way your I'm wife might be saying to you in this marriage, we've yes. been doing the same thing. We've been living at the same location for yes, 10 years. That's right. Let's, nobody, who's keeping you there? That's right. Who's keeping Y'all you there? Y'all need to come in agreement and say, you know what? We're going to sell the house. Yes. We're going to find something else. Mm-hmm. Let's move. Or we're going to change. We're going to paint the house. Yeah. You know, it's things it you can do. There's so many When you things. wake up to mor- in the morning, yes. you can say, you know what? I want to change my life today. Yeah. You can choose to be happy. You, yes. you know, happiness is a choice. Yep. It's not something that just happens every day because you get money or because you get a house or a mm. car or it's not because somebody bring you a gift. You shouldn't be happy just because of those things. You should be choosing every single day to be happy, whether yes. you have or don't have. That's what the Bible says. Mm. Whether you are or you are not, you should still be happy every single day. I don't mm. care what is going on. Yeah, we're going to have times of sadness because the Bible speaks of there's a time for this and a time for that. Yes. And that's fine. You do those things in those times. But in the meantime, you should be making happiness a choice mm-hmm. every single day. And like I said, you can always start over. Yep. Your marriage is not to the end because this person had an affair or it's not in the or it's not at the end because you fell into a rut and you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's not at the end because maybe things are not going well for you at the job or in the bedroom or whatever it is that you got going on. Or maybe your spouse is not doing what you want them to do. It's not the end. That's what we're trying to say. Okay. Yep. Okay. So the next one is stop taking one another for granted. Number seven. That's heavy. Yeah. Stop doing that Mm -hmm. because you never know when that person may not be there, may not be around, may not be Mm -hmm. available to you anymore for you to just be doing that. 
So always appreciate your spouse. Appreciate what they do. Tell them you appreciate them. There's nothing wrong with saying to your spouse, you know what? I love you. I tell my baby, my baby that just about every other day. I love you and I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I will take a, to him a text message or he'll send me a text message. I'm telling you, God is good. And mm-hmm. there's nothing that can't be changed and there's nothing that we can't do. But we do, we cannot take each other for granted and expect respect and love and all those other things to come back to you. You can't do that. So yes. make sure you're not taking that person for granted. Number mm-hmm. eight, get counseling. You know, yes. you can get counseling. You can get counseling mm-hmm. if you have a struggling marriage or relationship or you're um, in a relationship to where you're about to be married. You're, you know, you can get counseling. You know, counseling is the best thing before marriage. It mm-hmm. really is. It's the best thing before you even get married is to start getting counseling. And do you know what this session is? Mm-hmm. A counseling, counseling session. session. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So every time me and Bishop come into the cafe, that's what we're doing. We're because counseling you on what you could do. Yes. Because like 31 years of marriage, we know something. Yeah. You know, we've been through years, a lot of things. 35 that, years together. Where young oh, couples, you know. You know, like we was never young. We was young in the beginning uh, and we went through a lot. Yes, we were. Dealing with both sides of the family and yes. dealing with work, dealing with children. Yes. You know, we didn't have children in the beginning, nope. but then they came into our life. Yes. But the good thing I love about us is like, we was like, we was always like, I love about prophetess and me. We was always very smart people. You know yes. what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. though we was young, we had common sense. Yes. You know, a lot of kids I look at today, the parents leave them home. They doing crazy things and all that. Mm-hmm. We was never that way. We was the type. We had to take care of, you know, like our sisters, our brothers and sisters. Yes, we did. Because they were smaller. They yes, was younger than that's us. Right. So, so that gave us more responsibility. responsibility. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so. a lot of parents don't make the oldest like responsible. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. For one, you're not teaching the oldest how to be responsible. Yes. You need to put stuff in place and say, hey, this is my phone number. If something come up, yes. this is this is what I want you to do at 6 o'clock. Yes. This is what I want them to do at 7. Yes. You put things in place. Yes. But if you never tell, how can you hold? This is what get me about people. Mm-hmm. How can you hold somebody responsible for something that you never put in place? Yes, that's right. You know, mm-hmm. you never tell them to do their chores. You never tell them to clean up their room. Mm-hmm. You never tell them to go what time to take a bath or eat yeah, or you whatever it may be. None of this stuff is in place. How are you going to say, you know what? I'm going to beat you because you didn't do this. Yes, exactly. You know what I'm That's saying? right. Yeah, you Would can. you never put it in place? Yeah, you never put nothing in but place. But if I know six o'clock, it's time for y'all to get washed mm-hmm. or your homework should be done before six. Yes. If you got these things put in place, then you can hold them accountable. Yes. You're teaching them something. Yes, exactly. You know, you're teaching them responsibility. Yeah, you're teaching them responsibility. But if you don't give your kids no responsibility, how do you expect for them to learn? Yes. How do you expect for them to grow up and move out of your home one day if you're mm-hmm. not teaching them how to go to work or how to um, take care of certain things or how to be held accountable when they don't do something you say? You have to be doing that. You. It, you know, we should always constantly really be teaching and also learning. You know, I love what we did one time. Mm-hmm. All the, you know, the kids were sitting in the house. And we say, you know what? They always see us run the house. Yeah. So we asked them, you ever sit down and ask your kids, how would y'all run this house? You know, and yes. then just let them tell you what you, what they just see what they say. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to pay rent. Yeah. You know, you got to pay the electric bill, <laughs> water bill, food, what you're going to do for food. So yeah. this so is what I'm saying. Yeah. Taking this to another level yes. is yes, let your kids just, just see how fun it is. See what they come up yeah, with. They, oh my, don't, don't tell them what to do. Stuff. Just, 
just put it out there yeah. for them. Say, yeah. I want y'all to tell me how, how, would, you the, how would you run this house? Yes, exactly. You yeah. know? Yeah, they they would be hilarious. Okay? <laughs> and we would be like, okay, well, how, well, how are you going to pay for that? Exactly. You know, or, or, or how are you going to eat? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, they don't think of, they, you know, they don't understand what it takes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that so it's really fun to see, and then you start teaching them from that perspective. Yeah, you know, somebody got to clean the house, somebody got to do the dishes, somebody got to do this. Everybody, you know, plays it plays a role in a good part. Let me go. Number nine is follow counseling with an action plan. You know, yes. when we come here and we're talking to you about um, certain things about marriage and relationship, that's what we're giving you an action plan. Um, if you're, like I said, if this is all about tonight, if you're having a, if you're struggling in your marriage and whatever it may be that you're struggling with, I, we don't know, but we're telling you to follow it up with a, with an action plan, follow counseling with an action plan, which is what we give you when we come into the cafe. And, you know, and if you're taking counseling, that's what you should be doing. You know, following up with our action plan because action speaks louder than words. We can't keep saying we love a person, love a person, love a person, but yet you don't never show them that you love them by what you do. You know, you show a person better than you can tell them. And that's why he's always telling my husband, look, I can show you better than I can tell you, yes. you know, and to me, that's the best way is to show a person how you, how much you love them by doing the things that, you know, that is required in the relationship. Let me touch on that. I, I hear right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, somebody out there, they said, um, you know, if your spouse was cheating, you know, you quit cheating or they cheat. How can you forgive them? Like you said earlier, mm-hmm. you forgive them. But like you said, you take you go to counseling. Y'all got come in agreement. Mm-hmm. If y'all want this marriage to work, you go find somebody that's reputable, you know, pray about it. Mm-hmm. Seek God on it. Mm-hmm. And then you come in agreement because a person yes. can tell you, oh, I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to do it again. Yes. But, you know, you got to work through this. Yeah. You know, everything takes a, pr- Everything's a process. Everything's a process. So, so you want to work through it. Hey, I, you know, y'all come in agreement. Do y'all want to do, do this spouse want to save their marriage? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's First of all, thing. you want to say, Hey, yeah. do you, do you still love me? Yes. That's, that's the number one thing. Right. And if the person say, yeah, I still love you. I made a mistake. Let's work through this. Then that's a chance. Then that, that's your decision. Yes. You and know? that's a chance that that has a possibility of working out. Yes. What we're saying to you tonight is that there's nothing too hard for God and yes. every situation can be worked out. I don't care mm-hmm. what the situation is. I don't care where your marriage is right now at this point in life. Your marriage, like I said, could be on the brink of divorce because that's what you're choosing to do. But I'm going to tell you right now, stop choosing that divorce word and begin Mm -hmm. to choose God for your marriage. And I'm trying to tell you, God can turn it around. He can turn any situation around. I don't care what you in. It's what you saying and it's what you doing is what's causing the situation of struggle. Stop struggling with your spouse and you will not have a struggle in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And start struggling with God too. Stop okay. Struggling with God. Mm-hmm. So number ten is change the patterns, meaning change the way you keep doing stuff. You keep doing stuff that you've done back in nineteen fifty whatever or nineteen forty nine, and then you expect to come up to this time in your life and expect for that same thing you was doing way back when to work right now. It's not mm-hmm. gonna work. You can't keep <laughs> doing stuff. That you was doing before and expecting yes. a blessed relationship or expecting a better results. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know it I makes know. no sense. <laughs> Let me share this with you. I had this picture with my wife was saying this. <laughs> Imagine somebody coming out of the bedroom every night with the same raggedy gown on, hair not combed, mm-hmm. you know, with a wig sideways mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you ask your husband, how do I look? Right. Exactly. Right. And you wonder why he's trying to leave you. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. So 10 years now, you've been exactly. doing the same thing. And really, he should have a medal 
Or it could be the same way about the spouse. <laughs> he should have a medal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Medal because look what I've been putting up for 10 years. Yeah. So really, you can change. When you go in that room tomorrow night, you should come out with something different on. Yeah, A new wig yeah. or a hat or something. <laughs> Straighten that wig up, brush it or comb it or whatever you got to exactly. do. And That's get you a nice... That's right. What we're trying to say, just because you're getting older, you really don't have to look. You have to lose yourself. Exactly. You know, because a lot of women, they they let themselves go. Mm -hmm. You know, some even some men let themselves go in their marriage. And they say, oh, I already got my spouse, so I don't have to Mm -hmm. put on makeup. Or I don't have to wash up. Or I don't have to comb my hair or brush it. I don't have to put on nothing sexy and no, stop it. Just because you're in your your 50s or your 60s doesn't mean that you can't be sexy. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you can't, you know, put on something sexy. Doesn't mean that you can't feel sexy and feel glamorous and those kind of things, mm-hmm. you know, about yourself. You know what I used to do? say what I used to do. I used to not care about actually, you know, dressing up all the time. My husband was always the one. He's always the one. He dress up every day. I don't care where we going. It's Sunday. Every day for my husband, since we've been married for 31 years, has been Sunday. And he dressed up just like he going to church. Mm-hmm. And me, you know, I didn't really care about all of that too much. Mm-hmm. But then the Lord began to speak to me and say, Loretta, why do you walk around like I don't take care of you? Yes. He said, I take care of you. So why is you walking around looking like that? He's like, no, I want you to change this. And so one day I just started to, to begin to really see it and see what I was wearing every day and what I was doing. And it was because of where I was in myself at that moment. You know, that self-esteem thing sometimes will come in and it'll try to try to mess you up that self-esteem thing. Mm-hmm. And so when I began to really see that I wasn't dressing up and I wasn't feeling myself. And so therefore those things was also spilling over to the bedroom because, you know, if you're not feeling sexy or feeling good about yourself. It sometimes has a point of spilling over into your bedroom and then you don't want to be bothered with your, with your husband or your wife. Mm-hmm. As so I was like, okay. So then uh, as I began to see this thing, I began to change the way that I was viewing myself. Because, you know, when you have kids, you start to pour all your energy and time into those kids and you busy with them all day. And then when they get grown, Mm -hmm. now they off doing what they want to do with their lives. And now it's like you're still stuck in what you were doing when they were little. Mm -hmm. So um, I began to look at myself and say, "Okay, I got to stop this. I can't be walking around here looking like that. My husband, he dressed like Sunday morning every day. He looks so good. He's handsome and stuff. And I'm like, I need to really do something more for. (laughs) I need to do something more for my self to feel good yes. about me mm-hmm. so you know what i do every day since that time and this was probably about a couple of years ago since i since i've made that change every day i get up now and i put on the best clothes that i have in my closet because you know what i used to do save those clothes for times that we're going to go out to special places well when am i going to get to them special places you know what i mean you're not going to mm-hmm. always get to those special places because you're busy you're doing stuff you're working you got stuff going on and a lot of times you don't always get a vacation or 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 whatever so you know mm-hmm. i put on my best clothes now every single day i get yes. up in the morning i put on a full uh, makeup and clothes and all that stuff sometimes. And I go and I be, you know, and I work at, cause I work at home. So I work at my desk and those things. But that way I'm ready for the day. I'm ready for whatever is coming my way. I'm ready for the blessings of the day because I always speak that I am blessed and this day is blessed and highly favored. So I expect, I get dressed to expect my blessings for the day and to be available to my husband. So when he comes home from work, he has something to see when he comes home from work. Mm -hmm. He's not seeing those women outside um, at work 
you know, and looking at them and saying, oh, how beautiful they are. He can come home to a beautiful wife, you know. Amen. So we as wives need to clean it up, do your mm -hmm. hair, fix your makeup, you know, do something a little bit more sexy with your clothes. Stop dressing like an old lady or an old man. Fix mm -hmm. it. Fix it. Be your sexy young self that you was maybe 20 years ago. You can still wear those stilettos. Yep. You can still put on that sexy dress. You might have put on a few pounds, but you know what? Take those pounds, honey, and make that thing work. There's things mm -hmm. that we can do, you know, to make that thing work. So we're saying change the pattern that yes. you are on if you're in a rut. You know, change that pattern. If you complain about, um, if you complain all the time, stop complaining and start praying. You know, if you are always uh, against your spouse, your spouse is always wrong about stuff, then guess what? Start agreeing with some things that they do. They do uh, talk that's good. That's good. You know what I mean? Right. That's good and right. You know, if, if <laughs> that person it. is always, you know, if there's always something bad going on that your spouse is doing, start seeing the good that they mm -hmm. actually have done. And yes. give them praise for that. And uh, are you always arguing over the smallest little thing? Stop arguing over that small thing. And let the small thing just go. If that person wants to say they write about that thing, let it go. Mm -hmm. And then start agreeing more on things together. Yes. You know, and that's what we did. We started yeah. agreeing and being in more of agreement. Yes. And, and really, I'm, agree you know, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Because really, you know, what... You know, a lot of times we get caught up in the work or whatever we yes. don't want, but mm -hmm. you want to enjoy life. Yeah, that's what we're trying to tell you tonight. Yes. enjoy your marriage, enjoy Stop your struggling. finances, enjoy your home. Yes, you know this is where you're supposed to have peace at in your home. Yes. enjoy your home, yes. enjoy your marriage. Yes, because if you have no enjoyment, that's this is you. You got to come in agreement with your partner and say, you know what, yep. we we gonna enjoy our marriage. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like this in the beginning. We supposed to enjoy our children. God mm -hmm. gave them to us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We supposed to enjoy Enjoy one another. This is what family is. When yes. the hard times come, you know, you love each other, you know, and you enjoy one another. You know what? You saying to her, hey, we can get through this. Yes. You know, you even though this anything. bad thing happened. Yeah. But as long as we're in agreement and we, we got God on our side, we can make it through this. Yeah. Anything. What the Bible says, all things are possible to them that believe. That's right. And we believe and yes. we, we stand on the word of God. Yeah. You yeah. know, and the night is just wonderful. Yeah, you know? it is. So we want to tell you tonight, if you're struggling in your marriage you need to get on your yes. knees and pray yes. with your Stop spouse mm -hmm. because sometimes the enemy wants you to see all the bad mm -hmm. but what good can you see in your marriage mm -hmm. what have you accomplished yeah god bless you with that house mm -hmm. god bless you with that job god got you with food on the table clothes on your back if god is blessing you you know you still you got to see it you know mm -hmm. it's so me like when you see that favor Mm -hmm. When you see favor coming your way, you yeah. need to praise God. You do. Because he, you got to ride, what I preach the message on, you got to ride that wave of a favor. favor. When you see God blessing you a yes. little bit and them doors are opening, yes. you keep rolling. You, yeah. keep, you stay on that wave. Yeah. Because it's hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, it. Definitely. So change the way that you do things. Yes. Stop doing stuff the same way and expecting a bit a better result in your relationship, your marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, change the way you do things. I'm telling you, change the pattern. Once you change that pattern, you're you on a road to success already, just yes. changing a little at a time. A you know, because a lot of people can't can't take a big change. But mm -hmm. take a little at a time and start changing it or praying about that change and begin to, to move into that direction. And I'm telling you, you're gonna have you're not going to have struggle. And um, so stop struggling with God. Stop struggling with your spouse. And the struggle will remove itself. It will leave. It really will. 
You know, everything doesn't have to be a struggle. So that's what we're saying there. Yeah. So if you're struggling in your marriage, start investing more in yourself and investing into your your spouse and start studying your spouse. That's what you need to be doing. Study your spouse to see what it is that triggers them, what they love, what they don't like, what what whatever is going on. Start studying your spouse so that you can begin to uh, see the pattern of what they do. And then you can have, you can come in and, and be one together because that's what it is. You need to learn how to be one. Once you become one, you won't have, you know, all the struggles. So, but anyway, we want to thank y'all so much yes. for joining us tonight. And um, I want to say that um, we are on iTunes uh, as The Marriage Cafe. We're also on Spotify. You can get us there. And we're on Podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com, where you can download, um, you know, sign up with them or not even sign up, but just go there and download our um, app and you can begin to get our uh, messages every single week. We um, send out a new message every Sunday. Um, and so you can begin to get our podcast because we podcast. And so you'll be able to do that there as well so you know um, what about your speaking engagement yeah i have a speaking engagement actually coming up and i should have had more information actually on that speaking speaking engagement Mm -hmm. but it is coming up it's coming up in april um i gotta get the exact dates and those things down and it's going to be through belinda Wright, which you see her off all the time on facebook if you haven't you know go to our page um you know, at Marriage Cafe, and you'll see the um, the the poster there as well as on my page. Um, but I will be speaking to the women there. It's a women's conference, and I'll be speaking yes. to the women about um, what it takes to be a wife because you know it takes a lot to become a wife. And so um, the marriage, con- I think the conference is about are you ready to be married? I think that's what it's called. And so I will have more information for you on next Sunday when we come into the cafe so that you have a full amount of information there. And then you can get um, your tickets to go because we would love for you guys to come out and and support and... Um, I think she has some vendor tables. I'm not sure if there's still more vendor tables available, but I will have also a vendor table there as well, selling my books and cups and t-shirts and those things. So um, it's going to be an awesome women's conference. Do you think you're ready to be married? I think that's what it's called, something in that round. But I will have, like I said, all the information for you on next Sunday. So um, if not, you can get with Belinda Wright on, um, like I said, my page, uh, Facebook, or you can go to uh, Marriage Cafe and you'll see her in there. You can... Um, inbox her there for the um, tickets and what the tickets cost. So, yeah. um, but we are so grateful, and so thankful for you joining us tonight. Yes, and we pray that what we spoke tonight about struggling in your marriage has helped you. And um, you know, just let us know. You know, and, and message us sometimes. Yes, let yeah. me invest- pray for yeah, us. Yeah, pray for us and let us know if we're doing a good job. Yes. Anyway, we thank so you. So let's much. just pray. Let me pray out tonight. Yes. I feel it. Dear Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we do lift up the um, struggling marriage. Yes, we do. We lift them up tonight, Father, uh, in the name of Jesus. The person that uh, wrote in tonight, Lord, we lift them up to you, Father. This word touched them tonight and touched our listeners tonight, Lord, because you are wonderful and awesome God. Yes, you are, Lord. You're ready and you're willing to help all of us, Lord, and we thank you right now. I lift up my wife, uh, my family, and all of us to you, Lord, because we need you more and more in this day and in this season. Yes, Lord. 
Lord, we thank you. We give yes. you the praise, honor, and the glory. Yes. And let us all have a good night and get rest. And a blessed week. And a blessed week. Thank yes. you so much for my wife and my children again and yes. my family. And I yes. pray for each family that's out yes. there in marriage. Fam- marriage and marriage. each one and everyone that tuned in tonight. Yes, bless God. them. Bless Cover them by your blood bless that no them, weapon them, formed against them shall prosper. Yes, this Lord. is our prayer in your loving son, in Jesus', Jesus name. name. Amen. 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 God bless you. You can also go to my site. Just want to say that right no. quick. You can go it's to www.dailymarriagewisdom.com for your daily marriage, your cup of daily wisdom for your marriage. You can go there and um, like I said, you can message us on our um, Facebook page at, at uh, Marriage Cafe. So we thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Have a beautiful, blessed week. We love y'all. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.